Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Jace and Dedeker, how are we doing today? Oh, I'm so great. I am the magical drunk Bible study combination of drinking uh-huh. plus jet lag. Oh, that classic combination. Fine, you're going to be the funniest one today. Our fine. favorite combo. No, don't put that expectation on me because I will fail miserably. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. Right, so you just flew back to the U.S., and you're going to be there yeah. for like a week, and then you're going to fly back here again <laughs> yes, to Korea. So yikes, so yikes, yikes, yikes. Going to get all kinds of... And then I'm going to fly to Australia. So we're going to get like several episodes of me being jet lagged, quite realistically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm just going to say, every time I get jet lagged, I always do kind of wonder, I'm like, is this taking years off my life? Is my like is my biological <laughs> oh. clock being like reset so many times? Is it going to mean I'm going to live 10 years shorter? I don't know. I'm worried. Maybe it'll mean that you'll live 10 years longer. Mm, yeah. It feels like it could go either way, like tricking my, my inner clock that way, that I could hack it. It could go horribly wrong or horribly great or extra horribly long if I live an extra 200 years and don't want to like a vampire. Mm. Wow. I mean, that's kind of fun. Well, I was thinking kind of like that movie, The Flight of the Navigator. Do you remember that one from our childhood? I never saw that one. I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, we really? never really had a collective childhood because we're almost in different generations. Oh, yeah, Jace, come on. Geez. You're pretty old. Basically, the premise of it is this kid flies on a spaceship. Like it's not really abducted, uh, but like gets abducted onto a spaceship, tours the galaxy and and they're flying around at almost the speed of light. And so to him, it's like he was just out there in space for a little bit, but then he comes back and... And everyone's dead. Not everyone's dead, but like it's as if he's been missing for 20 years now. So he's still a kid, mm, but classic. but everyone's older, all his friends are older, and his you know parents freak out that he comes back and he's still the same age as he was and that sort of thing. So that's What's more like- what I'm thinking could happen, Dedeker. Maybe on a lesser scale, but it's you'll just stay younger forever. While oh, that's fun. Ages, yeah. What's that Christopher Nolan movie that where they go out in space and then essentially that happens? Interstellar. Interstellar? Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah, oh, yeah that just that reminds me one. of Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. right. Ma- this, so was this that a remake? Is Interstellar a remake of this movie <laughs> that you're talking about? The idea that Interstellar is a remake of the Flight of the Navigator is. Wonderful. No, Flight of the Navigator is more of a silly, it's like a silly 90s sci-fi movie. Uh, A lot of things in the 90s were silly, to be fair. That's true. Yeah. That's true. No, it's very much not not anything like Interstellar. No, we don't tolerate any silliness these these days, this day and age. Everything's gritty reboots. Yeah, is there like anything out there that's actually the first time anymore? I mean, the Bible's definitely not a new idea, and we're not quite doing a gritty reboot. I do think we're doing kind of like the 90s silly remake of the Bible. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's like a fun way to put it. I love that. I know, right? So maybe we should be putting, when we're casting our film, maybe we should be thinking of more 90s celebrities. Like maybe we got to get some Brendan Fraser in there. Oh boy. Yeah. 
it'll be that great. That reminds me of last year when you and Alex were hanging out with me and we watched that Brendan Fraser movie. What Which was one? it? The one where he like makes a deal with the devil and the devil oh, is that gosh, really hot actress. Oh gosh, we watched actress. that? You're right. Yeah, I totally forgot that. Yeah. That was another time I was extremely jet lagged and completely forgot. What is this yeah. movie? If I... I am to be Brendan Fraser. No, not bewitched. No, that's a different thing. But bedazzled. Bedazzled. Was it bedazzled? Yes, it was bedazzled. That was bedazzled. I just pulled that way out of my ass. I'm glad that it was. Wow, I totally forgot that we watched that. Okay, okay, we definitely got to add Brendan Fraser on our casting list. We got to think for sure. And and Elizabeth Hurley. Is that what her name is? Elizabeth. Yeah, that was Elizabeth Hurley. Right. Yeah. Boy. Okay. okay, Now I'm going to be the one to bring us back on task and talk about by all means our gritty reboot of the Bible, which we do on this podcast. Emily, do you remember what happened last time when we started Judges? I remember that there it was a lot of recap. That was basically it was two chapters of recap, like basically what happened with a little bit with Moses and then all what happened with Joshua and then I was like well why did we even read Joshua we could have just read this recap and we would have been in the exact same spot that we are right now so I don't know I mean it's nice if we had many many weeks in between these books then perhaps it would be a nice Mm. thing to do but considering we just finished it I was like okay let's move on to the fun stuff but apparently maybe some fun stuff may happen today I don't know yeah because they did set up at the very end this whole thing with the judges that are to come the and you say there are lady judges coming a lady judge don't get too excited oh, okay all right <laughs> don't don't go overboard the bible here. does not pass the bechdel test no oh of course at least not, not that i know of. let's I don't, find I don't out we'll find out Ooh, we should try it. yeah we should see we should see i doubt it honestly i, I don't think it. we're gonna get two women speaking to each other until the next book in in ruth be able to see yeah so what are we all drinking today because it's 9.30 in the morning for me uh, right now, I'm having a coffee, a little, you know, Irish coffee situation, um, except... With some it, whiskey? Well, no, because I'm actually out of whiskey, because I drank it all. Uh, but uh, I'm putting a little soju in it, actually, since I'm in Korea, I figured wow. that would be the know, thing that's... to do. We'll call it a that Korean a, coffee. That sounds a little rough. I, a little, I don't know. I, I will nice. say it's nice. Okay, yeah? because All I'm right. because I'm also drinking some soju right now because I got I'm some you know, a deal on some duty free soju on the way back. Um, <laughs> oh, fun! I'm just having it over ice. But I will say that soju because it's a rice based liquor, it kind of has a almost a little bit of that sweet quality that sake does sometimes. Yeah, so totally. I do think that actually in coffee that maybe wouldn't be the worst. Yeah, I mean it's not like okay. putting vodka in coffee. There's like a because for one, it's not as strong, but then two, it does have like that kind of sweet riceness to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. You've convinced me. I'll have to try it sometime. <laughs> I just had an iced coffee today for like the first time in I don't know months, and I just it was really intense. So <laughs> you're a you're a seasoned coffee drinker, but I certainly am not. What I'm are just you having yeah. I'm having what is this Dogfish Head Liquid Truth Serum IPA. It's quite lovely. Whoa. Liquid wow, truth yeah. Liquid truth that's intense. Okay, I know. So <laughs> you better watch out. I don't know what's going to happen today, but uh, yeah, she's gonna. Here we she's are. finally going to let loose all her long harbored resentments about us. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh no, goodness. I do that on a daily basis, anyways. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's not going to be different. No, I love you both very much. But all right, 
Yeah, today we're we're reading Judges 3, 4, and 5. It's going to be action-packed. I hope we're going to get a whole bunch of different stories as we go through Judges. I don't know how many different stories we'll get today or how that's going to work, but we're going to find out. I'm really excited, and we want to remind everybody out there to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us, or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Judges 3. Now these are the nations which Yahweh left to prove Israel by them, even as many of Israel as had not known all the wars of Canaan. What? I'm already lost. (laughs) (laughs) Should I just jump right away? Let's look at the message. Yeah, I'm just. I don't even know what you. I don't even know what you just said. Like I have no understanding of it because it was so. Okay, the cra- before you known? read the message, I'm going to take a crack at it. Okay. I think he's yeah. saying, okay, we're going to list the nations that Yahweh, that the Israelites still have to conquer, and uh, Yahweh uh, left them behind to challenge the Israelites. Oh. And the last part, I, I couldn't tell you. I need some help on that one. Interesting, because my thought was that it was more like, these are the nations of Israel who hadn't hmm. been to war yet. That okay, we oh. all right. Oh. Okay, interesting theory. Well. Okay, Which one is that message? The, the message says, These are the nations that God left there, using them to test the Israelites who had no experience in the Canaanite wars. It seems I more see. like okay. what Dedeker's saying. Yeah, yeah that so sounds he like left these people said. behind, these particular nations and tribes behind, to test all the young whippersnappers who did not prove themselves early on. When Maybe we were they weren't even the born land. yet. Quite possibly. Yeah. Right, yeah, because I think we have jumped in time a little bit, right? Well, Who knows? I mean, Who knows all the patriarchs book? are dead, so yeah. Jumping forward, jumping backwards, having a recap. Okay, you know. all right, I'm going I'm to continue here. I'm going to continue. Please. <clears throat> Only, uh, gosh, this is really hard. Only that the generations of the children of Israel might know to teach them war, at the least such as before knew nothing of it. What? <laughs> this is like old English. Did this we suddenly so like hard. jump into the King James translation? What is th- happening here? I, I'm pretty sure it's just reiterating like now the Israelites had to war these people, not because they were weak and not because they couldn't, they did a bad job of driving them ahead of time. It's because Yahweh wanted to test them. It was a proving mm. ground. It was their training. I think it's just reiterating training. that. Yeah. Okay. And this, this sentence is not finished yet. I'm going to, let me go oh, back. Dear. I'm going to try was to the get. Whole, wait, is that the whole, like, was the sentence still from the first line? Too? Yes. Yes. Let me hit oh, you. Boy. Oh, so let me go back one to the beginning. I just want to try to All get right. this whole sentence in one, kind of let it wash over us and maybe it'll make a little more sense. Okay, here we go. Now, these are the nations which Yahweh left to prove Israel by them, even as many of Israel as had not known all the wars of Canaan, semicolon, only that the generations of the children of Israel might know to teach them war, 
at the least, such as before knew nothing of it, colon, namely, the five lords of the Philistines and all the Canaanites and the Sidonians and the Hivites who lived on Mount Lebanon from Baal Hermon to the entrance of Hamath, period. So that was all one (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Sorry. That part that's like, at the least, which Vera of Thor so whatsoever can be. <laughs> it's like an eighth grader writing an English essay. Right. Just trying to pat Thinking it out. they're sounding very fancy. Yeah. Boy. Okay. Okay. So that's the list of, so it's like, these are the five kings and nations and these are the people that, that are, still have to fight. Yeah. Okay. That yep. are still left. See, I just figured that those people would be left alone now. Oh, the- no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 right. no. We, oh, we cannot leave anyone alone. Israelites uh, right. are not good at leaving anything well enough alone. Okay, well, <laughs> here we go. Okay, they were left to prove Israel by them, to know whether they would listen to the commandments of Yahweh, which he commanded their fathers by Moses. The children of Israel lived among the Canaanites, the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And they took their daughters to be their wives and gave Uh-oh. their yeah. own daughters to their sons uh, and served uh-uh. their gods. Wait, I thought Oof. that they weren't allowed to do that anymore. Oh, yeah, they well, did it. that they did they it. They broke the rules. Mm-hmm. Whoops. The children okay. of Israel did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh and forgot Yahweh their God and served the balls and the Asherah. <laughs> no, we said it's Christian I bet Baal they did serve the balls. <laughs> they served the, the Christian Baals. The Baals and the Asheroth. Oh, she's back. Did we ever cast Asheroth? The... We never did. Uh, you know, she showed up before we were casting, really. Mm, yeah. She, she never she's really... the God's ex-wife or something? Yeah, she doesn't really have a speaking part. But who would be a good, like, ex, bitter ex-wife? Or no, ex-wife who's probably not bitter, but Yahweh is bitter about it. So I feel like it needs to be someone really awesome. So that we yeah. can understand but why when, the rock would be but so when jealous you're of her. But with the rock, it's like who who oh are we going to match? Salma Hayek. Could could I make a pitch for Beyonce? Oh, I mean, yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Asheroth yeah. is definitely Beyonce. Yeah, okay, you called that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. Now, I like it. Salma Hayek. We're going to keep Salma Hayek on the list, but I, think I mean, for she sure, can do something else. Yeah, she'll do something. We need she the gravitas of of Beyonce. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. She's the Asheroth slash Asherim. Yahweh's ex-wife, whatever. Right, yeah, totally. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Therefore, the anger of Yahweh was kindled against Israel, and he sold them into the hand of Kushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia. And the children of Israel served Kushan Rishathaim eight years. Whoa, jeez. Wow. That's a long time. That's... That's a big. That's a big development. That's a big development. All of them, or just some of? This is very confusing. Okay. They were sold into the hands. That's that's just. We've spent like five yeah. Books is that what <laughs> setting? I up. know getting them away from this right. life of yes. servitude, and now they're back. But wait a minute. Yeah, ex- that's my question too. Does he mean every single Israelite was sworn or was sold to this guy? It to cushion like ri- cushion Rashi- Cushion Rishathaim. Cushion Rishathaim. Yes. Do you, but do you think 
do you think by they say serve, do you mean like they literally all became slaves or is it more that the king kind of conquered the area and was like, hey, all, all this is mine now. All y'all are mine now. And they're like, dang it. And then eight years later, they finally figured <laughs> it out. It, it does seem like anytime they say was sold into the hands of whatever, it seems like more often it means that, like that they got conquered or that they okay. ended up having okay. to serve someone else. Okay. Maybe That's... we should look, we should look into this for the bonus content of yeah. historically what actually right. happened here with the king of Mesopotamia. Yeah, I mean, other translations like the message also say he sold them off. Yahweh sold them off to these other <laughs> oh. to Mesopotamia. I love the idea that Yahweh's just like wheeling and dealing with these Mesopotamians. He's like, okay, like how much how much will you give me for them for all of them? Yeah, I don't know how much. <laughs> It's like they're a little worn down, but generally kept them in good condition. They've seen yeah, some wear and tear, right. but definitely. Right. But there's some new ones now that yeah. have never <laughs> seen this hardship, so we got to give them something to. Right, and this is the complete set of all twelve tribes, so that's wow. a premium you're wow, going to pay for that. Wow, that's giving a lot. Yeah, goodness. <laughs> when the children of Israel cried to Yahweh, Yahweh raised up a savior to the children of Israel who saved oh. them. Even Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother. Okay, I think oh, this is character number one. Our, yeah, that's our first judge, Othniel. Yeah, oh. Othniel. Oh. Oh. Caleb's younger brothers. Okay, who's going to play Sylvester Stallone's younger brother? Maybe maybe we need to wait mm. to see what Othniel's yeah, character is more like. Let's see. Let's see what he's about. Just got to okay. think about that. <clears throat> the spirit of Yahweh came on him and he judged Israel. <laughs> and he went out to war. <laughs> Sorry. And Yahweh delivered Kushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand, and his hand prevailed against Kushan Rishathaim. The land had rest 40 years. Oh. Othniel, the son of Kenaz, died. <laughs> wow, that was oh, it? Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, that was... What, uh, did, he do any, did he do any judging? Did a judge judgy thing happen? Well, he got the land to a place of peace for 40 years. Yeah, keep in mind, I think in here, judges doesn't mean judges. It more means a leader. Yeah. Remember okay. we talked in the bonus last time that the term judges is a little confusing about like, no one really knows what role these quote yeah. judges served. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that was the whole story. Wow, we got that. Of, yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> and there was 40 years of the story just like bada bing, bada boom. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, here we go. Moving on. The, the children of Israel, again, did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. And Yahweh, yes, and Yahweh strengthened Eglon, uh, uh, Eglon from the Ghostbusters. Uh, Eglon, the king of what? Moab. What are you going to call? Yeah, you know, Egon. Uh, he strengthened Egon, Eglon, the king of Moab, against Israel because they had done that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. He gathered to him the children of Ammon and Amalek, and he went and struck Israel, and they possessed the city of palm trees. Oh, oh. okay, hang on. Who is who possessed them now? And yeah, also, yeah, what, yeah, what is did, evil in the sight of, sight of Yahweh? Just like any any old thing. It's interesting to me that they don't specific like they don't specify what the evil thing was that they did. Well, they kind of did before. It's that they started worshiping other gods and all and the yeah. all the so stuff that ex- was prohibited okay. before, right? I think that's okay. yeah. Actually, I think it's kind of nice that we're not repeating all those things every time. Here. All right, all right. Let's let's count our Touché. blessings. Touche. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, so this is King. Uh, Egon from the Ghostbusters, he's the one who gathered to him the children of Ammon and Amalek, and then he went, uh, struck Israel and possessed the city of palm trees. Okay. 
the children of Israel served Eglon, the king of Moab, 18 years. Gosh. But when the children of Israel cried to Yahweh, Yahweh raised them up a savior, Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite, a man left-handed. (laughs) is he the first left-handed man in the entire world what what did you just say a southpaw is that a thing i've never heard anyone say that is that well i want to say that that's a left-handed person but now i'm really afraid that it's actually a racial slur so let me google that real quick yeah generally i've heard it used in baseball specifically so you'll refer to a left-handed pitcher as a southpaw Oh, interesting. But I don't know. But I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah, we're not yeah. saying something horribly offensive right now. I'm going to move on. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> so uh, we, we got a new savior. And this is Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite, a man left-handed. So we got to be sure we cast someone left-handed in this, since it's you know called out so specifically. It's, here. it's okay. Okay. Sorry. Important. It's okay. It's okay. It's from baseball. The origin is from baseball. Okay. Great. Because, because the usage in baseball is from the orientation of the diamond to the same points of the compass, causing the pitcher to have his left hand on the south side of his body. Beautiful. Okay. I think we're I think we're clear. Love it. Okay. Perfect. Great. So, uh, the children of Israel sent tribute by him to Eglon, the king of Moab. Okay, so this Ehud left-handed guy went and gave tribute to Eglon, the king of Moab. Could I make a pitch for uh, Paul McCartney? Um, this would be sort of his quick little cameo role, being a famous left-handed person. We just watched I, the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie where, for some reason, Paul McCartney has a cameo. What? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Oh, it uh, I blew us out of the freaking one. water. I was like, why are I, you in this film, Paul McCartney? I don't know why I just conflated Paul McCartney with Paul Simon. And I was like, we're going to have a very short man play this. like Because Paul, Mac- Paul Simon is like, Yay high. He's right. a little, no, no, no. This little is man. Paul McCartney. This is in the he'll only have time for a little cameo like this. But I think no, oh, okay, yeah, I he's got it. things Let's to do. Let's lead into it. And he what's, is, okay. what's the character's name? He is left handed. He's a Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite, a man left handed. If you could just okay, well, I'm just cool. gonna write Ehud. Ehud could, the left handed. Yeah, Ehud there you go. the South Paw is what I'm gonna write. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, that's Paul McCartney. Great. Okay, moving on. Ehud made him a sword which had two edges a cubit in length, and he girded it under his clothing on his right thigh. Gird your loins. Yeah, that's, I guess that's the term here, right? We're binding it up under his clothing on his right thigh. He offered the tribute to Eglon, son, uh, king of Moab. Now, Eglon was a very fat man. <laughs> Gosh. We're getting okay. a lot of like extra character details we don't normally yeah, yeah. get. That's That's really, I know. It's like, and he had a single white strand of hair <laughs> coming, protruding from his left eyebrow. Like, what is <laughs> this? Is very specific. When he had made an end of offering the tribute, he sent away the people who bore the tribute. But he himself turned back from the quarries that were by Gilgal and said, I have a secret errand to you, King. He said, keep silence. All who stood by him went out from him. Ehud came to him, and he was sitting by himself alone in the cool upper room. (laughs) 
is so and cool. Who wrote this this version of this freaking thing? I love like, it. Like this is it's just so different than the previous it chapters. It is very different. It's super different. Wow. Like, the fact that we're getting any sort of extra descriptions and adjectives well, and also, thrown like, in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like and then Yahweh commanded. It's just like Ehud said right. like this thing and yeah it's just very 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 different from the other chapters the other books what do you think makes this upper room cool i was thinking like black light posters and oh definitely you know, yeah. things yeah. like those ones with like the felty lamp. stuff at least on them. one lava lamp mm, yeah yeah like maybe the glow-in-the-dark stars on the ceiling Ooh, oh yeah yes. yeah that's for cool sure. for sure oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and like a little disco ball type thing definitely you know with those little ones from spencer's gifts like that type of oh, thing oh yeah i'm thinking okay. everything rug. from like any of those like 90s gift shop slash head shops right totally yeah okay all right <clears throat> um Right, so everyone left. Ehud came to him, and he was sitting by himself alone in the cool upper room. Ehud said, I have a message from God to you. He arose out of his seat. <laughs> wow. Ehud put forth his left hand and took the sword from his right thigh and thrust it into his body. <gasps> Jeez, I have a surprise for you. <sighs> Death. Jeez, also. Paul. Okay, so Paul McCartney, yeah, brutally murders this guy, and I guess it's important he was left-handed because he was able to do this with his left hand, so the guy didn't see it coming. I see, they're not expecting that it's coming. Right, yeah. and that the guy had huh. it strapped on his right thigh, I guess. Am I yeah, he's like Link. This? Link is left-handed in like all mm. of the. Yeah, no, but that's in, how it works with swords: is you wear the scabbard on the opposite side. Exactly, that's so you, you can be like it. ahoy and grab it. Unless, unless it's a lightsaber, in which case it's on the same side as your dominant hand. Because why you don't is need that? Because you don't need to pull a lightsaber out of a scabbard. You don't need the room. You just right because it doesn't hand, become like long like a sword till you've got it out already. Yeah, yeah. yeah until you press a button. Uh -huh. Um. Cool. Okay. I just just because I want to understand a little better, I'm going to read the message here real quick of this same account. So. And then there's more. Then it gets crazy. Okay. Of course. So um, Ehud made himself a short two-edged sword and strapped it on his right thigh under his clothes. Okay. To, uh, he presented the tribute to Eglon, the king of Moab. Eglon was grossly fat. After Ehud... Gross cheese message. Guy really wow. got to bring us yeah. some body goodness. shaming in there. My sure. goodness. Seriously. Goodness. After Ehud finished presenting the tribute, he went a little way with the men who had carried it. But when he got as far as the stone images near Gilgal, he went back and said, I have a private message for you, O king. The king told his servants, leave. They all left. Ehud approached him. The king was now quite alone in his cool, <laughs> in his cool rooftop room. <laughs> I love that. It's a rooftop space, too. Even cooler. Yeah. Dang. So sweet. Sweet. Maybe there's a fire pit. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Really Palm trees. Neat. I have a word of God for you. Eglon stood up from his throne. Ehud reached with his left hand and took his sword from his right thigh and plunged it into the king's big belly. Okay, so yes, yes. All right. Now here's, I'm going to go back to the World English Bible. <clears throat> and the haft also went in after the blade. Like the handle part what? of it. What's the, a haft? The, the the handle. The handle part of the sword, yeah. Also, Ew. the haft went in after the blade, and the fat closed on the blade, for he uh, didn't draw the sword out of his body, and it came out behind. Jeez. Uh, okay, so, wait. I thought that they said detail. it was a short sword. 
It was like a super short sword. Right. It was so short that it like got enveloped in this fat guy's right. body. So and then came out the other side. Oh. Right. So then he leaves it in there, I guess. Okay, so the next verse is Well, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. He's like, Well, I, I'm not getting that back. So <laughs> he's like, dang it, it's the third time this week. Then <gasps> then Ehud went forth into the porch and shut the doors of the upper room on him and locked them. Okay, there's a porch here. And we yeah. just found something else out about this room. Now, hey, this is, the plot thickens. Now, when he was gone out, his servants came, and they saw, and behold, the doors of the upper room were locked. And they said, surely, he is covering his feet in the upper chamber. What, what does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. That, what does covering... that mean, covering his feet? Is that a euphemism for, like... Check this out. The message says... Uh, they saw that the doors to the rooftop room were locked, and they said, he's probably relieving himself in the restroom. Oh, oh I see. Wait, hands down his around his feet. his feet. Ankles. I see. That's okay. clever. Okay. I like Very clever. I like this what as a, a euphemism. euphemism. Just be like, oh, I'm going to go cover my feet. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, where's so-and-so? It's like, oh, they're covering their feet. They'll be back in a second. <laughs> Gosh. I love that. Okay. <clears throat> uh, they waited. Until they were ashamed, and behold, uh, he didn't <laughs> open the doors of the upper room. Therefore, like he's taking a really long time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, they took the key and opened them, and behold, their lord was fallen down dead on the earth. Yep. Ehud escaped while they waited, and passed beyond the quarries and escaped to Seira. It happened when he had come that he blew a trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim and the children of Israel. Can we change that to him actually like strumming a guitar since it is Paul McCartney? <laughs> I don't know. It's I, I think Paul McCartney would be into the trumpet night. thing. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, but what if breaks into that opening strum of Hard Day's Night and just goes for it? Love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I was thinking he actually does have a trumpet and he plays like the opening to Sergeant Pepper or something like that. You know, like one of the marching. Oh no, band maybe it's things. the opening of All You Need Is Love. The like. The oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Okay. Perfect. Stab. Got... Stab. Stabs. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, and the children of Israel went down with him from the hill country, and he before them. He said to them, follow after me, for Yahweh has delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. They went down after him and took the four. He's like, come together right now over me. Against the Moabites. <laughs> They went down after him and took the fords of the Jordan against the Moabites and didn't allow a man to pass over. They, Wait, is that like fording the river, like in in Oregon Trail? I I assume so. Or maybe they yeah. went to like the points where people do ford the river, and that's where they didn't cool. allow a man to pass over. They struck of Moab at the time about ten thousand men. Wow! Every, every lusty man, and every man of valor, and there escaped not a man. What? Even why? What I mean, the valor I get, but why do they have to talk about the lusty men? So I guess it's just that they they struck the Moabites, ten thousand men, like all of them, from the valorous ones to the lusty ones, every everyone. They didn't discriminate. Everybody. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel. The land had rest eighty years. 
Wow, eighty Wait, years. Had rest, meaning like there were there were no other conflicts. Yeah, like they for weren't eighty years. Yeah, they weren't conquered by anyone for eighty years. I guess. Wow. Wow. Sweet. What a story. Yeah. After him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, who Shamwow. <laughs> Shamwow, the son of Anath, who struck of the Philistines six hundred men with an ox goad. He also saved Israel. Uh. <laughs> Are we gonna get more of that story? <laughs> no, I think I, th- I think that's all we get. Aww. What is an ox goad? Uh, using a cattle prod is what the message says. Uh, uh, <laughs> just okay. So a thing what? just to bother oxen to going in a direction that you want them to. Let me just hit you with this from the message. This sentence is: Using a cattle prod, he killed six hundred Philistines single-handed. Wow, that's that's amazing. Wow, gracious. Okay, and that's the whole story of Shamgar, I guess. Shamwow, that's it. Uh, Shamwow, you you don't get much. You just get like a footnote in the Bible. Yeah. Dang. Okay, all right. All right, well. uh, For that cameo, can it be the Shamwow guy? I mean, I would love it to be that. Yeah. You know, I met him once. Why? Oh, uh, this is a story for another time. Uh, it's, It's a weird story. All right. uh, okay. Also, everything I'm reading says that he's alive. Oh, okay. Whoops. So, who was I, I thinking know. of that died? Oh, Billy the Mays? I, no. Yes, that's the, the one. That's the OxyClan. Yeah. I was thinking that Got they were it. the same person, okay. but they're not. Fine. Okay. Then, so let's... then, yes, call his agent. Call his agent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Drop my name. Maybe he'll remember me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do you remember when you met the famous Dedeker Winston? Yeah. Well, she she has a a proposition for you. <laughs> An offer you can't refuse. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, let's do this. So we're on to Judges 4. The children of Israel again did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh when Mm. Ehud was dead. I mean, of course, like they never learn. That's what we've learned (laughs) is that they never learn. (laughs) Yahweh sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, who who reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, not Cicero, but Sisera, who lived in Harosheth of the Gentiles. Gentiles, I think. Gentiles. Gentiles. This one's going to come up a lot, the Gentiles. So let's... Gentiles. Okay, yes. Yes, I've heard of a Gentile, so... We're all Gentiles. Gentile. Because we're not Jewish? Yep. Cool. The children of Israel cried to Yahweh, uh, for he had 900 chariots of iron. In 20 years, he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. We are just like snippety snapping, moving in time. I know. My head is spinning. Every single time that it suddenly fast forwards into all this action, I really do feel like my head is spinning. 40 years. What? What? Huh? (laughs) Exactly. But but, but what's their whole lineage? What are the exact routes that they took? But what's all the like, you have the very specific rituals they have to do. Why are you? You're not going to tell me that no, three times so I understand care. it? Whatever. It, uh, it doesn't matter. It was really important back then. But you know what? Now we've got better things to worry about. So, okay. Uh, he, let's see. Yes. So now now Deborah. Oh, Deborah, the zebra. Um, a prophetess. <laughs> it's, it's a song. Look it up. Okay. This is this is, is our lady Deborah. our lady judge. This is the lady judge Emily. Deborah. Oh, oh, it's Deborah. Ooh, Deborah. I think her name is Deborah. What's that from? That's another song. It's a, a Ben Fold song. I'm sorry, it's not. It's a song by Beck. It's a Beck song. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Wait, isn't Beck a Seattleite? Oh, I actually don't know. I don't know where Beck is from. 
Can right. we talk about the Bible, please? Uh, all I know is that he has two turntables and a microphone. Um, well, that's nice for him. Now, Deborah, a prophetess, mm. the wife of Lapidoth. <laughs> she <laughs> Lapidoth. Lapdog? It, it's L-A-P-P-I-D-O-T-H. Lapidoth. Yeah, I guess that's Lapidoth. We've, yeah. What? We, did we meet him before? Oh, uh, no. Never mind. I was like, that name's no. familiar. It's because I read the Wikipedia thing about this. That's why I've seen that uh, name before. Well, okay. Ugh. Sorry, go Spoilers. on. So she was the wife of Lapidoth. Wife of Lapidoth. She judged Israel at that time. Wow. Okay, so she's the current judge. She lived under the palm tree of Deborah. Wait, the palm tree's <laughs> name was Deborah? <laughs> Between Rama. Like, yeah, this is my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. Oh, of course. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. She sent and called Barak, Obama, the son of Abidanam, out of Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, Hasn't Yahweh, the God of Israel, commanded, saying, Go and draw to Mount Tabor, and take with you 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and the children of Zebulun? I will draw you like one of your French girls. No. I'm sorry, I had to put that in there. Yeah. Little known fact randomly, Leonardo DiCaprio was here too. Uh, Wait, maybe Leonardo DiCaprio plays this Barack son of Abinoyam. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. All right, so uh, I will draw you to the river Kishon, Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into your hand. Barak said to her, if you will go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, then I will not go. Oh, he's like, you jump, I jump. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. More for Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet to be these parts. That would be funny. What if uh, Kate Winslet was Deborah the Zebra? Deborah, but I need someone more badass to be... Uh, I'm Deborah. sorry, Kate. Kate is, you know, done well That's for herself. That's true. Why hasn't Winslet, Winslet won one? one? But she did win. She she won f- for the Raider. Anyways, okay, well, I guess, she I won guess for Kate the Winslet is Deborah. That was kind of an unexpected casting choice. I was kind of hoping to cast Judge Judy as the only female judge, but we can oh, save right. her for another time. That's such we a good can. idea, though. I just feel like, I don't know. I, I feel uh, like Deborah's younger than Judge Judy, but if you want to cast her, no, no, we, no. We can it's, have them duke this, it out. We can have synchroni- their agents no, duke no, no. it out. This synchronicity between. You know, Barack Obama, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, that. and then giving yeah, each other Titanic Maybe we lines. should have someone else play Barack Obama than Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh That's gosh. like a Scarlett Johansson playing everyone, every person of color situation, which is not not good, not good at all. Okay, yeah. How about? Can I hit you with this? What if we went a totally different direction, and as Barack, we cast Barack Obama in this little cameo here? And cast they're they're getting into like film and TV anyways, right? So, yeah. And then cast Judge Judith Sh- Judith Scheinlin as Deborah. So this is sort okay. of our section wow. for like you know um, non actor type cameos to come in because they're sort of short parts. You know, there is a picture on the internet of Judge Judy and Barack Obama being in the same room oh. together. So. Okay. Well, it has they happened. They already know each other. Perfect. Maybe yeah. it's it like, happened. yeah, I'd love, I'd love to work with Judy. Oh my god, 
Y'all, I this is a nutso picture of Barack Obama, Judge Judy, and Samuel L. Jackson in the same freaking oh, picture. Oh, we've got to get Samuel L. Jackson in some one of these parts. Oh, for sure. Probably... Just this picture is amazing. Wow. Y'all out there listening, just Google. I just put in Judge Judy, Barack Obama, and this is like the first picture that came up, and it's great. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Here we go. Barack said to her, if you go with me, then I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. You jump, I jump. She said, I will surely go with you, notwithstanding the journey that you shall not, that you take shall not be for your honor. For Yahweh will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. (gasps) Mm. Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali together to Kadesh. And there went up 10,000 men at his feet. And Deborah went up with him. Now Heber, Heber, the Kenite had separated himself from the Kenites, even from the children of Ho- Hobab, Hobab, the bo- brother-in-law of Moses. Oh, Hobab is the brother-in-law of Moses. Okay. How is he still alive? Uh, oh, here we go. And had pitched his tent as far as the oak in Zanam. <laughs> we, should Zanam. Probably, we should probably drink for pitching tents. Oh, yeah, that's, sure. It's been a while. Since we've pitched any tents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, but I, I certainly didn't forget about it. So <laughs> so he pitched his tent as far as the oak in Zanim. Zanim. Z-A-A-N-A-N-N-I-M. Wow. Yeah. Z-A-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N
fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Hebar the Kenite, for there was peace between Jabin, the king of Hazor, and the house of Haber the Kenite. Mm. Jael, Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Turn in, my lord, turn in to me, don't be afraid. He turned into her, into the tent, and she covered him with a rug. What? <laughs> oh, so she's like hiding Tur- him. She- I think turn so. I don't know what she means by like turn into me. Like come here. She's like like, get, get, like take turn this around, exit. Turn exit here. Here. Exit now for for my tent. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, what does that mean, turn in? What does the message say? This is uh, 18. And I'm gonna, hang on. And I'm going to cover you with a rug? What, how is that a good yeah, place? How is rug. that a good hiding place? I don't how? Know. how? Like, Unless maybe, you're digging a pit really quick underneath yeah, so that the rug is flush with the ground. Like, that is, you might as well just like throw a blanket over him. Uh, I doubt that's what happened, but uh, this was as good a place as any, I guess. Here, yeah, what is the message Here's say? the message. Jail stepped out to meet Sisera and said, come in, sir. Stay here with me. Don't be afraid. So he went with her into her tent. She covered him with a blanket. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, maybe, maybe she's not hiding him then. Maybe she's maybe just she's like just, giving like, him, him in. Maybe he was yeah, cold. Giving him... I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, maybe okay. that's what's nice, happening here. Okay. All right. Well, I wouldn't have gotten that otherwise. So thank you, Jace. He said to her, please give me a little water to drink for I'm thirsty. She opened up a bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I haven't had milk in a long time, but I'd rather have water than milk. Like, right, just saying, I'm when I'm really thirsty. Yeah. yeah. Well, but if you're, like, in the desert, and maybe getting water's not that easy, but you got maybe some milk right. on hand. Yeah, maybe. It's like, here, this'll satiate you for a while. He said to her, stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be when any man does come in and come and inquire of you and say, is there any man here that you shall say no? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Look at him mansplaining to her how to, how to, like, how to deal with this yeah. situation. She yeah, was she's the one like, who invited oh, okay. him. And now he has to be like, okay, so this is a situation where we don't want them to find out. Okay, so. And she's like, are you freaking joking right now? <laughs> like, are you actually telling me how to like save you right now? Or are you kidding me? But anyways, here we go. Then J.L. Heber's wife took a tent pin and took a hammer in her hand and went, <gasps> And went softly to him and struck the pin into his temples and it <gasps> pierced through into the ground for he was in a deep sleep. So he swooned and died. <gasps> wow. So she's like, this is what you get for mansplaining. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, that was a development I did not expect. Gracious. <gasps> wait, was wait, that, who is this? Plan the who whole is time? this? That was, was this Barack? Jail. Was this J- jail? Okay. Jail. Okay. Wow. I was like, who did, who did this just happen to? I'm assuming maybe. Maybe she was like, hey, come here, come here, come here. Oh, look, I'm going to, here's some milk. Here's a blankie. No problem. Death. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Is that what happened? Wow. wow. So, cool. yeah, that happened. Um, two so two men dead. Packed. Yeah, it is. I know. Jeez. Okay. Behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said to him, Come, and I will show you the man whom you seek. He came to her, and behold, Sisera lay dead, and the tent pin was in his temples. Yep. Oh, dear. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the children of Israel. The hand of the children of Israel prevailed more and more against Jabin, the king of Canaan, until they had destroyed Jabin, king of Canaan. Wow, wow, that was epic. And that's oh my the end of four. 
That wow. was really intense. That was gee, it like turned into like a Tarantino film for a second. There. Seriously, yeah, Goodness. this was like Reservoir Dogs Part Two. Goodness. Wow. Okay, okay, I like that. So if we're gonna go sort of Tarantino in this section, I do feel like casting JL and Cicera here is important. Uh, I guess we could put my good friend MC Ganey in this uh, in this role. He was uh, in Django Unchained, and oh, okay, he was the one. Yeah, uh, Django shot him. And he was like, I'd like to see you die, boy. And yeah, and he dies. He was one of like the slave traders, like a really, really giant guy. Okay. He also was in um Yeah, what's the other what's the other show? Oh, Sideways. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen Sideways. I know I should, but I haven't. You should. Dedicar, have you seen it? Come on, it's about wine. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, You've we'll, never we'll seen have it? to watch it. We'll watch it at some point. Right after yeah, we watch well, he's in that too. Monty Python and the Holy Grail with Emily. Okay, but yeah. who? Okay, so you want your you want your so he'll be Cicera. friend, yeah, as Cicera. Uh huh. Sure, yeah. MC Eilish, what? MC, MC Gainey. Gainey. Okay, yeah. and then who's Jaal? Jael? Jael? This badass lady who kills him. Wait, is this a lady? Yeah, ja- yeah. Jael's the lady who said, "Come, oh. I'll hide you," and then she gave him milk, and then she killed him with. The Ooh, sample. well, we could have um, we could have what's her butt from, uh, Kill Bill, Uma Thurman. Uma? Uma needs a bigger role than this, surely. Okay, well, I don't know. I I know. Uma who? Thurman's daughter, who is in Stranger Things oh, season Oh, yeah. Mia, my, my, me, Mia Hawk. What's her name? Mia Hawk. That's her. Is it Mia Hawk? Okay. She's adorable. I think this is, good. this is a good role for her. Okay, that could be yeah. interesting. Maya. Yeah. Maya Hawk. It's Maya, Maya Hawk. Maya. Okay. Maya Hawk. Okay. Great. All right. So before we go on to Judges 5, we really quick want to take a moment to talk about how you can support this show if you're enjoying it and having a fun time. Uh, because it's going to cost us a lot to make this movie. So please take a moment and listen to this little break. <laughs> All right. Judges 5. Then sang Deborah and Barack, the oh, son of Abinoah, on that day, saying... Wow. Well, Barack Obama can sing. Can Judge Judy sing? Can you imagine the two of them singing a duet together? No, Wouldn't that not I, be the I best really thing can't. ever? imagine it but i can try well, but i can't hang, hang on a sec so i just looked and this whole chapter is the song hell yeah so oh. love it but i'm wondering though oh gosh judge judy's so good but we had said before that we were gonna wait until someone had a song and we were gonna oh, consider lady gaga. lady gaga yeah mm, uh, no lady... I, no we gotta i just Maybe maybe Lady Gaga can provide her singing voice. I see. <laughs> All of a sudden, her singing voice comes out of Judge Judy. I love it. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Then sang Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, on that day, saying, For that the leaders took the lead in Israel, for that the people offered themselves willingly. Bless you, Yahweh. Hear, you kings. Give ear, you princes. I, even I, Judge Judy, will sing to Yahweh. (laughs) I will sing praise to Yahweh, the God of Israel. Yahweh, when you went forth out of Seir, when you marched out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled. The sky also dropped. Yes, the clouds dropped water. Otherwise known as, yes, rain. Condensation, (laughs) sweet. The, The mountains quaked at the presence of Yahweh. Even you, Sinai, at the presence of Yahweh, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied. The travelers Mm -hmm. walked through Mm -hmm. byways. The rulers ceased 
It is the real. Highways. Yes. Like, are they driving and stuff? <laughs> what highway. is a highway? highway was highway was a word before there were cars. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, as you know, it's a way that's high. How high? <laughs> Considerably high. <laughs> okay, I'll take okay. your word for it, Dedeker. The rulers ceased in Israel. They ceased until that I, Deborah, arose. That I arose, a mother in Israel. Oh. They chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. Was there a shield or spear seen among 40,000 in Israel? My heart is toward the governors of Israel, who offered themselves willingly among the people. Bless you, Yahweh. Tell of it, you who ride on white donkeys, uh, you who sit on rich carpets. I'm sorry, who... I've never seen a white donkey before, okay? Well, they were very rare walk... and valuable, I guess. They are. I guess. You who walk by the way, far from the noise of archers in the places of drawing water, there shall they rehearse the righteous acts of Yahweh, even the righteous acts of his rule in Israel. Um, then, uh, sorry, okay. Then the people of Yahweh went down to the gates. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, utter a song. Arise, Barak, and lead away your captives, you son of Abinoam. Then came down a remnant of the nobles and the people. Yahweh came down for me against the mighty. Out of Ephraim came down they whose root is in Amalek. After you, Benjamin, among your peoples. I feel like this song is starting to run out of steam a little bit. Is it, is it, is it still the song? Like, still is that song. what's this happening? Whole, whole chapter is the song. Oh, whole thing. Okay. Okay. Out of Machir came down governors. Out of Zebulun, those who handle the marshal's staff. Oh. What's the marshal's staff? Beats me. <laughs> Maybe this <laughs> is Princess the bridge of, of the we'll, song. we'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's got to be a really this, long this bridge. This is the chorus, yeah. yeah. Okay. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As was Issachar, so was Barak. Into the valley they rushed forth at his feet. Mm. By the watercourses of Reuben, there were great resolves of heart. Why sat you among the sheepfolds to oh. hear... Oh, the fold the sheepies. <laughs> oh, we love them. To hear the whistling for the flocks... Who is who is she singing to? Who are they singing to? And are they whistling to flocks? Are they like? I, I can't tell. Whistle. Are they like criticizing the rich people who stayed behind and didn't join in? Is that what's happening? Oh, I I I, I assume this is more just talking to kind of everyone, all the different peoples, the rich peoples Maybe, and the sheepy foldy peoples. But I can't tell what her angle is here. Like, other than, I mean, she's telling the story, but it seems like there's also a certain amount of, like, maybe some shaming going on here. I don't know. Well, keep reading. Let's see if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Let's see if I can remember where I was. Folding sheeps here. Yes. At the water courses of Reuben, there were great searchings of heart. Gilead abode beyond the Jordan. Dan, why did he remain in ships? Oh, Dan. <laughs> that Dan. Why did he remain in ships? What a question. How do we answer that question? <laughs> Dan, why did he remain in ships? We'll, Asher, we'll never know. Asher sat still at the haven of the sea, abode by his creeks. Zebulun was a people that jeopardized their lives to the death. Naphtali on the high places of the field. You're right. It is shaming everybody else who's not See? Zebulun and Naphtali. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They just it's stayed like in their ships song. and stayed in their sheepfolds. Yeah. Stayed in their ships, stayed in their sheeps. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> the kings came and fought, then fought the kings of Canaan. 
in Tanakh by the waters of Megad- <laughs> Megadu. <laughs> yeah, the Pokemon that, Megadu. It, yeah. I feel yeah. like, wait, did you talk about that as like a potential Pokemon or we something? Did. Yeah. I think so. Uh, that, looks, the, that looks familiar. By the waters of Megadu, they took no gain of money. From the sky, the stars fought. From huh? their courses, they fought against Sisera. The river Kishon swept them away. That ancient river, the river Kishon. My soul, march on with strength. Then did the horses' hoofs stamp by reason of the prancings, the prancings of their strong ones. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> read us that, read us that line horses. again. Then did the horse hoofs stamp... <laughs> By reason of the prancings, the prancings of their strong ones. By reason yep. of the prancings, the prancings <laughs> of their strong ones. Love what it. even? Okay. Cur- I don't, curse, I don't know. curse you, Miraz, said the angel of Yahweh. Curse you bitterly, the inhabitants of it. Because they didn't come to the help of Yahweh, to the help of Yahweh against the mighty. Mm. Blessed above women shall Jael be. Yes. The wife of Heber, the Kenite, blessed shall she be above women in the tent. He asked water, and she gave him milk. She brought him butter in a lordly dish. Okay. <laughs> she brought that. I love that line. That might be my favorite line in the Bible so far. She brought, she brought him butter him to butter a lordly in a dish. Lord, in a lordly dish. A lordly dish. I don't. I wonder what a lordly dish looks like. Like can probably gotta be real fancy. Yeah, gotta be real fancy. Yeah, lots of okay. curly cues on it. Maybe some Ooh. little cupids. The message curly calls cues. it a handsome bowl. Oh, a handsome <laughs> I bowl. Mean, okay, I okay, like but too. lordly dish is better. <laughs> she put her hand to the tent pin, her right hand to the workman's hammer. With the hammer, she struck Sisera, struck through his head. Ew. Yes, she pierced and struck through his temples. Okay, we th- got it. <laughs> Jeez. At her feet he bowed, he fell, he lay. At her feet he bowed, he fell. Where he bowed, there he fell down dead. Okay, now, I think that's he, the chorus. Did he bow that's or did chorus. he... Oh yeah, you're right, that is the chorus for sure. <laughs> <laughs> through the window oh, wow. she looked forth and cried. The mother of Sisera cried through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why do the wheels of his chariot wait? What, the mother of Sisera is suddenly in this story? Yeah. That's random, but Weird. okay. Okay. Her wise ladies answered her, yes. She returned answer to herself. Have Jace, you got to help me out. You got to help me out with this section. What is the message? What is going on in this section? Okay, let me hit you with the NIV, actually. Because the message gets a little, in my opinion, too free with this translation. Oh, oh okay. Boy. So I'm going to try some NIV here. So okay. through the window peered Sisera's mother. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> through the window to the wall peered Sisera's mother. Behind the lattice, she cried out, why is his chariot so long in coming? Why is the clatter of his chariots delayed? The wisest of her ladies answer her, indeed. What? <laughs> Indeed, she keeps saying to herself, are they not finding and dividing the spoils? Okay, okay, hang on. Okay, so can we translate this? So, uh, that, that didn't help. No, it didn't help at all. Cicero's mom. Okay, so Jael kills, kills him. Yeah. She stakes yeah. him through the temples. Yes. Jael... Cicero's mom comes up to the tent, I presume, knowing that her son is hiding in there, and is like, oh, what's oh, going oh, on? No, 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 Where no, no, is no. he? 
No, no, no. I think she's waiting at the window of her house somewhere else that Cicero was oh. on his way to. C- Cicero, not Cicero. Because uh, she's oh. looking through like the, the lattice. That wouldn't be on a tent. I see, right? You're right. Okay, so she's not at the tent. Okay, she's she's like looking with longing right. toward the return of her son. Yeah. And she's like, what's going on? He's taking a long time. And the ladies answer her. And by answer her, they agree with her and say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he is taking okay. a long time. And Cicero's mom is wondering, they should be dividing the spoils by now. They should be de- like, why? Is I see. That, okay. I think that's accurate. They could have written that a lot more clearly, but but we did a good job like figuring yeah. this out. I think meaning she's, you two did. She's well not done. finished. She's not finished pondering about what they might be doing maybe that's why they're taking this is a, a weird time. this is a weird turn that the song has taken yeah <laughs> i did not expect Definitely. that this is yeah, where well, it would the, go. the song is all over the place <laughs> it's like an uh, art an art like avant-garde song like not yeah, exactly yeah very yeah, yeah. an abab format or something yes, yeah more yeah, of like okay. a progressive rock sort of thing exactly yeah, it's super progressive of, rock yeah, yeah. definitely okay. her wise ladies answered her yes she returned to answer to herself. Have they not found? Have they not divided the spoil? A lady, two ladies to every man, to Sisera. Okay. Wow. To Sisera, a spoil of dyed garments, a spoil of dyed garments embroidered, of dyed garments embroidered on both sides, on the necks of the spoil? Question mark? <laughs> spoil? So she's so wondering if that's what he's doing, is getting all these fancy scarves and two ladies. And he's the only man, yeah. So let all your enemies perish, Yahweh, but let those who love him be as the sun when he goes forth in his might. The land had rest 40 years. Wow. Was he fine or not? Like, what happened? They're like. No, obviously he wasn't. They just. The song ends on a weird note of like, yeah, she killed him and his mom. She was just there wondering, thinking everything was fine and it was not. Anyway, in conclusion, Yahweh's great. Obey Yahweh. And then, side note, 40 (laughs) years of peace. Okay, wow. Judges is weird so far, <laughs> yes. okay? Like, I'm sorry, but weird. This has been great. I mean, weird for sure. I don't remember any of this from my childhood. No. I'm, gl- I'm glad None of that this. we're all I on the same page here. that Deborah was a person. Deborah. They always held up Deborah as like, yeah, Deborah was a judge. Here's some crumbs of like strong female role models in the Bible for you to cling to. We're not going to tell you what exactly happened because it's kind of awkward to tell the story to kids because it involves killing someone with tent pins and stuff but also trust me she was great also it is interesting to note that in this episode alone we've had two female characters who have taken action on their own and like done something significant to the story that's the first time that's ever happened right all right judges four and five most feminist books of the bible (laughs) (laughs) love it love it Uh, uh, wow. They didn't right. talk to each other though, so we don't no. get still didn't a pass Bechdel the Bechdel test, test quite yeah. yet. Yeah. Now, yeah. Know. Well, hopefully someday. Wow, <laughs> that's what what stories? What stories? Yeah. What I, stories? I'm... Especially that story of like the fat enveloping the sword. Oh like, yeah, that was super weird. I'd already I feel blocked like the it out. Next time any person gross. tries to claim that they've read the Bible, that's the first thing I'm going to ask them about. <laughs> is like, so what was your opinion on this whole? Stab at a fat guy story. I feel like that should just be like Jabba the Hutt. Like we should just like Ooh, cast yeah, that's a good one. Jabba mm. the Hutt's voice and like superimpose, you know, whatever. Like put it, you know, put him in there. I can just be straight up Jabba the Hutt. That's fine. Yeah, totally, yeah, could, totally. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. We're casting Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. That was a lot. I, I'm just, I'm thoroughly amazed at what is happening in this book so far. Uh-huh. It, it, it's just the, the writing style is so completely different from the previous books that we've been through. And I'm like, is this kind of what it's going to, what's going to start happening now? It's just going to be all over the place with the writing style. That was a, a doozy. I'm interested <laughs> to look some of this stuff up. It truly was. In the bonus what, episode. what do you think is going to happen next? We're going to talk about more judges, maybe sing some more songs. Uh, you know, 75 million years are going to pass. <laughs> and that'll be that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's going to just be like a lot of just random stories about the things that oh, happen sure. during these various judges. I'm excited. This is there's just so much that happened and so much good stuff, so much interesting stuff. I'm I'm mega, mega excited for what comes next. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And right. if you are also excited for what comes next, uh, we would absolutely love it if you want to check out, first of all, our Patreon so that you can help us uh, keep making this show. Uh, if you sign up at a certain level, we'll even give you a custom toast on the show. So again, go to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. And thank you so much for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show and more, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Onand from their album, Home of the, the, the. The theme song for the Book of Judges is The People's Dread Judges by Jace Lindgren, featuring Emily Matlack. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study.